0: zone for the second time in four games the wilder shut out winless in six at home this one was not pretty early or often and the wilder their last nine games have earned just three standings points as the coyotes come to town and
1: blank the wild six nothing the final man this is a much different type of hurt than was last night against the philadelphia flyers that one you gave away this one Really, you were never in it. Welcome to the post game show. Kevin Fallness downstairs in the Bob Kurtz Radio Center, upstairs in the Al Press Box. Tom Reed standing by. I'll tell you, Tom, it feels like rock bottom has been hit by this team now for the second time this year. It happened coming out of that Detroit game out there against the Red Wings. Wild dropped seven consecutive games. Now, all of a sudden, they've lost eight of nine, and this one was flat out disturbing.
2: Yeah, it was, Kevin. If you look at also look at Minnesota in the month of uh, January, Minnesota's record is one five and one. Ugh. That is not a, as Bob Curtis say, a recipe for success. That's for sure. It's not. But this was not. The effort wasn't there early on. They got behind. They couldn't catch up. They just just didn't have that spark. And if they want to be in the playoffs, they've got a long way to go here. I mean, it's not going to be easy. They've got to get the ninety six, ninety seven points, and I don't know if they have the capabilities to do that. But you know what? Things can turn in a hurry, too, and hopefully it will start here Monday night against the editors. Yeah, we've
1: seen them turn that corner at least one time this season, and now it's going to take a special effort to, like you say, get all the way back into postseason contention. Uh, this one, I, I didn't see coming, Tom, and, and, and I think we talked about this in the intermission. You had the return of Kirill Caprice, Caprice. you had the return of Philip Gustafson, both acti- activated from injured reserve earlier today. I thought that might be the spark that pushed this team over the edge.
2: Well, you hope it would be. You would hope the guys would step and say, "Hey, guys, we got some help coming here right now." But are they saying, "Hey, we got the help coming? I don't have to do as much now. I can just relax because these guys are going to make it happen." It doesn't work that way. We all know that. We've been around the game long enough to realize that everybody has to pull their their weight, and 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 Minnesota is just not getting the results from certain players. And you can go through the lineup and you can see who's done what and who's got the plus and minus and who's got the goals, who's got the assists, things like that, who's got the checks. There's a lot of things you can look at. And, you know, uh, I always talk about face-offs. Face-offs are very good tonight, but unfortunately that was the only area Minnesota really excelled on.
1: To this point, I
2: haven't heard John Hines blow his stack. Is this the night he, he loses it? I don't know if he's one of those guys that is like that. Uh, there are some coaches very feisty. We know that we've seen that before. Just the last game here, you know, with Tortorella being in here, we know what he can, he's capable of doing if things aren't going the way he wants them to go, but he can blow his stack. But some coaches are not like that, and I haven't seen it with him. And I have heard nothing to say. No one's ever told me that he, he will do that once in a while. I haven't seen it. Maybe, maybe it's time he, he did that. But maybe I think the players have to blow their stacks a little bit also. They have to step up and say, you know, "What am I doing here? What are you guys doing? And we're not working together as a team." And you know, you you want them to win. I mean, we all want them to win. We want them to be successful. The fans do. The, everyone connected to the game. It doesn't just affect the guys on the ice. It Affects everybody in the organization. You know, in the marketing department, the sales department. Everything wants to work together. And it's so much more. It's much, so much easier when things are in a very positive note that you can make some good things happen. So hopefully, it will turn around sooner than later. But uh, the, as I said before, we're into the second half of the season. All right. The first half wasn't what they're looking for, but now they have to start inching their way up to get back in that playoff picture.
1: Maybe it can start on Monday night. Thomas, enjoy your evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Tom Reed from the Al Shaver Press Box. I highly recommend going and Drowning Your Sorrows. Well, maybe that's not the answer, but still, go down to Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub and tie one on. This was a, a tough one to swallow, 6-0, while lose to the Arizona Coyotes, and it was a a bad one from the start. They scored three in the first, two in the second, another one in the third. All Arizona tonight in front of 18,812 at XL Energy Center, post-game show just getting started. John Hines coming up around the corner. We'll try to get you inside that wild locker room, and who knows what else. You're listening to Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy. It's. Well, not a lot to trumpet about this one for uh, Minnesota from a Minnesota Wild perspective. They get hammered six rep by the Desert Dogs. The Coyotes come in here and hand the Wild a big old fat goose egg on the evening. Third time this season, the Wild have been shut out. Second time at home and second time in four games right here at XL Energy Center. Earlier this week, they were blanked by the Dallas Stars. What was that last week, man? It feels like it was yesterday. Regardless, Wild have been shut out twice this month on home ice. This time, it's the Arizona Coyotes. For the Toyota shift of the game, we're going for a guy that's easy to root for. I don't care what jersey he's wearing. He's one of us. He's from Blaine. He's a former Gopher. Have a night, Nick Bukestad, in the Toyota shift of the game. Jason Zucker,
0: the former Denver Pioneer, the other way. His pass, Avery Bukestad scores. Nick Bukestad has got a hat trick. And the Arizona Coyotes have a 5 St.
1: Paul, second career hat trick for Nick Bugstad, the former Wild player, delivers his seventh, eighth, and ninth on the season. That one, this one, was pretty well out of hand. Even when he got that, but certainly if there was any doubt, the fifth goal of the hockey game for the Coyotes put it away, and that is the Toyota shift of the game, presented by Toyota, official vehicle of the Minnesota Wild. John Hines is next. This is Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy.
0: On the high slot, turns, takes a look, hands the favor, cutting out in
1: front. Hartman. What was he ever? The XL Energy big saves of the game, of course, go to Connor Ingram. delivers his fifth shutout of the season, sixth of his career, and first against the Minnesota Wild. Thirty-eight saves for him as he stops eight in the first, sixteen in the second, all fourteen shots he faced in the third. Connor Ingram gets the XL Energy big saves of the game. Powered by XL Energy. It almost wasn't a shutout, and who knows where it goes from here? Probably nowhere. But still, at one point, the Wild did get one past him. Unfortunately, it was waved off. Road one up top for Mermis. Blaze back along to Hema. Shot. Rebound. The Blue paint. They score. kangaroo drills it home What
0: a scrambly sequence. The Wild with some life. It's five the one one. is determined that the Minnesota player pushes the Arizona player into the
1: of the evening here in St. Paul. It was 5-0 at that point, okay? So uh, let's be real, but still, at that point, you want some positivity. If something, if It doesn't even uh, equate to anything for tonight. Something to build on going forward. Well, Maroon scores at the 9.55 mark, but they review it, and it shows that he bench-pressed Josh Brown into Connor Ingram. They wave it off, no goal, and it remains 5-zip. They add to it, 38 seconds into the third, 6-0 is the final. Wild go down in a heap tonight in St. Paul. The reports are down by the Wild locker room. Players only meeting. Closed door, they're behind closed doors. They're trying to figure out where to go from here. Like I said, in my mind, this is the second time this team has reached rock bottom this season. We know how it went the last time. They come out of Little, Little Caesars Arena, they lose to the Red Wings, they end up firing their coach at that point, and then they go on a, on a nice little run where they won 11 of 14 under John Hines. They get injured going into Winnipeg, and they haven't been the same since. Losers of eight of their last nine, including six straight at XL Energy Center. Uh, something's got to give. Maybe what they're doing in there is trying to find out, figure out what it is that this team has to do going forward. Hopefully they figure it out fast. There's only 40-some games left to go in this season. And they're going to run out of time before you know what to do with yourself. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by Excel Energy. 6-0. The Wild lose to the Arizona Coyotes tonight in St. Paul. John Hines coming up. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by Excel Energy.
0: Oh boy, here's a breakaway for Clayton Keller in alone on Flurry. Backhand, forehand. He scores. And 38 seconds into the third, it's 6-0.
1: Yeah, big night for Clayton Keller. A big night for a number of members of the Arizona Coyotes. Keller had two goals and three points. He was a plus two. Nick Bugstad, of course, his second career hat trick. Seventh, eighth, and ninth of the season. Helps take down the Minnesota Wild. The return of Matt Dumba. Emotional video tribute during the uh, first period for him. Zucker, Bugstad, both back in the state of hockey as well. Logan Cooley, former Golden Gopher. Uh helping take down his hometown team. The Arizona Coyotes take down the Wild. They beat them 6-0. Wild have lost four straight and eight of their last nine overall. They've also lost six straight at XL Energy Center against the Coyotes. The Wild had done some really good things. Now 13-3-2 in their last 18 against the Coyotes in St. Paul. Philip Gustafson back from injury, returned from a lower body injury, sustained in Winnipeg back on December 30th. Gets the start and makes... 13 saves on 18 shots. He's bounced from the contest. In comes Mark Andre Fleury. He stops 14 of 15 that he he faces. Gustafson will suffer the loss. He falls a 10-10-2 on the season, while the 0-1-1 to start the three-game homestand. That's one out of a possible four points thus far. It'll conclude tomorrow night. When they host the New York Islanders, not tomorrow night, that's Monday, Martin Luther King Day. On Monday, it's a 445 pregame on the network. Puck drops at 5 o'clock on most of these same stations. We'll take one more break. We'll try to get John Hines. If he addresses the media, you'll hear it here. You're listening to Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy.
0: And the Wild peel back in their own zone for the second time in four games. The Wild are shut out, winless in six at home. This one was not pretty, early or often. And the Wild, in their last nine games, have earned just three standings points as
1: the Coyotes come to town and blank the Wild six nothing. The final. A night that started with such promise, the return of Kirill Kaprizov, the return of Philip Gustafson, both out of the lineup for seven games. They come in, doesn't have the desired effect, and instead the Wild are blank for the third time this season. Tonight, shut out by the Desert Dogs, 6-0 is the final from St. Paul. As of yet, there's zero interaction from, outside that, from inside that Wild locker room. Whatever's happening, it's happening behind closed doors, And we are not a fly on the wall, so we don't know exactly what is transpiring. And at this point, John Hines has not approached the podium to address the media following the 6-0 loss to the Coyotes. If he talks as I ramble, as I wrap it up, of course we will bring you that post-game audio. If not, we'll get ready for the conclusion of the three-game homestand. That's coming your way, like I said, Monday, when the Wild battle the New York Islanders. Wild beat the Islanders 4-2 in New York back on November 7th. Kaprizov and Jule Eriksnec each scored third-period goals. That iced the victory, helped the Wild double up the Islanders out there in New York. Wild have won five straight in the series. Last loss coming all the way back in 2019. Wouldn't it be nice to celebrate Martin Luther King Day with a victory at XL Energy Center and hand the Islanders their six straight loss at the hands of the Minnesota Wild. Can they do it? Have faith. My friends all across the great state of hockey... Monday night, the pregame starts at 4.45 on the network. KFN and the Twin Cities joins promptly at 5 o'clock. Special thanks to Alexis Pearson, Zach Halverson, Jackson Reebel, Dylan Daniel, and Aaron Sickman. And for Joe O'Donnell and Tom Reid, I'm Kevin Faulness. Don't let this spoil your weekend. Get through the rest of your Saturday night. Enjoy Sunday. Go watch some football. Come on. Take in the PWHL Sunday evening. And then be back here with your ear against your stereo for Monday's contest, as the Wild take on the Islanders and get that much-needed victory, exclusively here on the Minnesota Wild Radio Network.
0: You've been listening to Minnesota Wild Hockey. Marcus Johansson, cross heights, a shot by control. He's Join us next time, right here, for more Wild Hockey action. He came back Wild Hockey is an exclusive presentation of the Minnesota Wild, the National Hockey League, and the Minnesota Wild Radio Network.